out Sunday morning, late, late, late Saturday night, a nation unified, a nation strengthened, a nation healed. Okay, so no, it isn't. It, it's not even close. And what I tweeted out was, it's, that was written by a man who's been in his basement for the past year, because the nation's extremely divided right now, extremely divided. And you need look no further than Joe Biden's own party. You know, AOC within his party is one of the ones trying to get accountability lists together of Republicans who voted for Trump. There's a big project uh, underway right now from a guy who worked for Biden, Obama. Um, trying to get accountability lists going, not just for people who worked in the Trump administration, but for any of their, quote, enablers. Who does that mean? Your voters. The voters, the people who voted for Trump now need to be on the accountability list. And what are they going to do? They're going to try to stop you from getting a job. They're going to try to blackball you. They're going to try to stop you. They said it explicitly from getting any sort of a publishing deal. And if they're going to threaten the publishing houses, not only are they going to get in trouble and the book a Trump supporter is writing will get boycotted, the entire library of the publisher's books will get boycotted. This is where we are. And Joe Biden's like, well, no, no, we aren't. And my observation was, because Biden's been saying this all along, that he's the unifier. He's the one who's going to bring us together. And it sounds delightful. It sounds great. I want that. And I want world peace. And I want all the puppies and kittens to be adopted. But let's get real. It's not connected to the reality of the ground in this country right now. And the only reason you're hearing Biden and all these Democrats call for it is because they won, right? It's always the person who wins who's suddenly like, let's have unity. But what have they been doing for the past four years, Greg? They've been calling all of the Trump supporters, not just Trump, that'd be bad enough. Not just Trump, all of his supporters, racist, biggest, xenophobes, misogynists, sexists, transphobes, you, you name it. And now it's like, that stuff we said, we're good, right? Aren't we good? Get over here. Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Biden's calling for unity as if he is president of the United States. Not only is he not president of the United States, he's not even the president elect because in case anybody has missed, and I know you've been hearing this probably for a week now, but news media outlets do not decide the outcome of elections. They do not tell you who the winners are, who the losers are. They are only allowed to give you projections and they can say they are projected by the electoral map to win, but they do not call winners. So Joe Biden is still former vice president Joe Biden and he wasn't even that good at being that. But Joe Biden, as arrogant as he is, came out and called the country to unify under him, of course. For five years, I've watched them dog Trump. For five years, I've had to listen to it every single day on the news. For five years, we've been called everything under the sun, racist, homophobe, xenophobe, everything that everybody else says. We've been called it. We've been portrayed as monsters. And now we're supposed to just forget everything. Now it's all good. And Joe Biden's going to come in with his socialist agenda. And it's going to be all raindrops and lollipops. And he's going to be the one that makes all of us better and brings this country together. In case he missed, there are over 70 million of us that do not agree with the other side. And I got a real problem with the numbers on this one too. Trump came in at about 9 million more votes than he had in 2016. And he lost the election. I got a real problem with that with all this election fraud and suspicion of fraud and all the improprieties and everything else going on. And Joe Biden, 
who couldn't get 30 cars together, who couldn't even get 50 people to stand out in front of him for a crowd, got more votes than any president in history. <laughs> it, it, that should be in the newspaper in the peanut section. That's how stupid that that's, it's just dumb. That's just it's just dumb that you would actually believe Joe Biden got that many votes that were legitimate votes that they were not cheating at all because he is so exciting because he was filling stadiums up and people loved him. Joe Biden couldn't fill up a matchbox. Okay, Joe Biden sucks. Nobody voted for Joe Biden. I've said this in multiple podcasts. Now they voted either for Trump or against Trump. They didn't care who was there. As long as it was still breathing and had a pulse, they'd vote for it as long as a D was next to the name because they hated Trump or any sensible person who wanted to save the United States and likes the way you live, you voted for Trump and probably ours all the way down the ballot to try to maintain our way of life. I know that's what I did. All the way down, made sure. I did my part in Florida, and I'm sure most of you listening did your part in whatever part of the country you're from. We did our best, and I do not believe that Joe Biden is the winner. There is way too much tomfoolery going on for me to believe that. The night of the election, before everybody miraculously stopped counting for whatever reason, more than likely to bring in or figure out how many fake votes they're going to need, But whatever reason they stopped counting, in Pennsylvania, Trump was up by around 15 points. Georgia, he was up about 7 points. Michigan, he was around 10 points. Wisconsin, he was 6 points. North Carolina, he was up by 2 points. And then everything stopped. Stopped counting. Arizona stopped counting. Everybody stopped counting. It was the oddest thing ever. You're telling me states like Florida... Hell, California, they closed at, what, 7 o'clock? And by 8 o'clock, they already called it for Biden over there. So you know they're not on the level because they're one of the top three populated states in the country, if not the most populated state, which I believe they are. Florida, we're the third most populated state, and we were ready to go by 9 o'clock, 9.30, and they wouldn't call us till 11 o'clock at night because we were for Trump. Any state in the middle that was not really consequential, that always goes red one way or the other, they got called pretty fast. But it just seems like all the swing states all lingered. They stopped counting and they just waited. It's a week later. They still haven't called North Carolina for Trump, and he's ahead by like 75,000 votes. He's ahead by about 60,000 votes in Alaska. They ain't called that for Trump. There's just too much things going on around all this. It just, it, there's, there's no way that it's all coincidental and, oh, well, you know, this happened. Or that. No, 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 no. It just, it's too much. There's too much coming out of everywhere about the way the votes are being counted or not being counted, people not being allowed to see. You got postal workers, affidavits. They're filing all kinds of lawsuits. I mean, they filed lawsuits in at least six states and it may be more. Is the left that stupid that they didn't learn anything over the last four years knowing what type of a fighter Trump is? They thought he would just concede and call it a day? (laughs) No way. He's going to take this all the way to the top to make sure that it's as fair and as transparent as possible, and he's going to take it to its resolve. Okay, The road ahead is pretty hard, but he only has to turn three of the six states. Currently, he's not down by that much in Georgia 
is what, 10, 12,000. Arizona's not far behind. Wisconsin's only 20,000 or 30,000. I didn't look at the last count. They changed constantly. But I think Wisconsin was at 20,000 last time I looked. Pennsylvania is around 30,000 or 35,000. It's not a lot considering the amount of possible improprieties and cheating that has been going on in this election up to this point. Trump warned everybody this was going to happen with mail-in ballots. It is the easiest way to cheat. And once again, he's being proven right. This is the most non-transparent election that we have had in our history. It is filled with fraud. Everybody can see it. Nothing passes the smell test. They could audit every state at this point. It just, it looks like it's run rampant everywhere, but the left-wing media outlets, including Fox News, they're not looking so hot these days, but the left-wing media outlets, they're going to tell you there's nothing to see here, that Trump needs to concede. Why would Trump concede? Why would he give up? Are they insane? Why would you give up before the counting is done? Who, who would do that? I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do the word concede was not even in my vocabulary at that point. Just like uh, one of the Trump members said, it wasn't in their vocabulary, and I agree with them 100%. It's not in their vocabulary because it's ridiculous to think that if you believe an election was stolen from you, that you're actually going to concede. But the reason they're pushing it so hard is if he does concede, regardless of how the votes come in, it's over. It doesn't matter at that point. He's lost. Joe Biden's a winner. Goodbye, America. Hello, socialism. To add on to the cheating, we get an announcement a week after the election that the uh, coronavirus vaccine is 90% effective and will be made available to the public shortly. Gee, I'm sure they didn't hold that little tidbit back a week just to make sure Trump didn't get that as a win in the column because what was Joe Biden's entire platform? His entire platform was don't vote for Trump because of how he you know, handled the pandemic. That was it. He couldn't touch him on the economy. He couldn't touch him on peace deals. He couldn't touch him on anything else because Trump has been amazing in the last four years. Four years of Trump has felt like probably a decade to these people. He has accomplished more in four years than most presidents do in eight years or even if they had 12 years. Obama didn't even do a quarter of what he did. Everything Obama did to destroy America, Trump brought it back out within four years. Actually, less time than that. We've been running pretty good for four years. We were crushing unemployment. We were doing, the stock market was going crazy. Everything before this pandemic happened, it was so convenient. The pandemic happens, everybody goes out of work. They try to make Trump look like a fool, like he doesn't know what he's doing. I would like to see any world leader. Look at all the other world leaders. They didn't handle it uh, any better. And can you say he handled it bad? The guy got a vaccine and therapeutics done within what? The outbreak started in March. He got them done in seven, eight, nine months. It's amazing. Most vaccines take a decade before you get a vaccine. He did that in a fraction of the time, but they don't want to give him any credit for that because they felt like it would help him in the election, which it probably would have. It probably would have helped him with some of the people that were on the fence that that was the only thing they were looking at was COVID, which... I got to be honest, if that's all you were looking at for this election, please wake up, please do some more research, please do some more homework, because you basically just gave away your freedom on a silver platter. 
Joe Biden's already hinting at mask mandates. He's already hinting at lockdowns. Okay, He's already saying he's going to go back into the uh, World Health Organization and the Paris Accord, and he's going to get you know reinstate DACA. I mean, this guy is going to try to destroy everything Trump did, all the gains that we have made in America if he is elected. And he is not yet, as of today, President Trump is still the president, no matter what media outlet tells you different. He is president until January 20th, and hopefully, and I'm rooting for him, he will be president beyond that for another four years. You know, I've been trying to stay as calm and as cool-headed as I can through all this. It is a long process, and you watch every day, and you worry every day about what's going on. And it's, you know, sometimes it's hard not to lash out. But I got to tell you, watching all these liberals on TV, the news anchors or whoever, talking and then start crying like they're so happy. The Rock said his tears came to his eyes. And uh, what is it, Menzel or whatever her name is from uh, the Frozen movie, she said she, her, you know, she cried because her little boy said kids won't be in cages anymore. Uh, FYI, Obama was the one to put him in cages. Okay, so why don't you direct that to the right person? You people are so full of it. It is amazing. You're liars. You don't know anything else to do but lie. And all of you Hollywood stars and actors and actresses and movie and rock stars, movie stars, whatever. Okay. I don't want to hear from you. I don't care what you have to say. Nobody does. You don't live the way we live. We're not concerned with what you do. If you were dumb enough to vote for a man who promised to raise your taxes to 62% or more, well, that is your problem because I'm a capitalist and I, even beyond being a capitalist, I am just a, I would like to think a human being with some common sense. And when you tell me that you're going to take more than half of my annual salary away from me in taxes, I got a real problem with that. Okay. So if you voted for that, good luck with that. I'm sure you're going to try to weasel your way out of it somehow, some way with write-offs. Or maybe you were betting on that we were going to keep the House and the Senate, or take the House and make, keep the Senate, excuse me, and we're not going to let any of these ridiculous bills go through, and then you could just look like the good guy. What they don't realize is that, hello, obviously, there are more than 70 million of us that voted against that. So, you know, if you would just keep your mouth shut, you'd probably be liked by both sides and no one would think none the less of you. But since you opened your mouth, you basically alienated yourself from over 70 million people. So good job on that. But it has been tough. Um, you know, these people are just, it's tough to watch. <laughs> I've, been, I've been struggling uh most of this week watching. Uh, another thing that's tough is waiting. I know that uh, Trump filed quite a few lawsuits starting Monday, um, even more today, and he's really going after it. And I hope they find the fraud that we believe is there. Uh, he keeps hinting on Twitter and everything. He won big, and I certainly hope that he's right. I would assume that they have information that we don't have, and they see things that we are not seeing. The mainstream medium is not going to report them to you because they want this to all go away. They want their man in, and they want Trump out. So they're going to do everything in their power to make sure that you are not getting any of the information. You know, something else this week that made me proud was, you know that even though they're claiming that we lost – 
Are you seeing any looting and rioting and the burning of buildings and intimidating people that work in places or like those low lifes out in Portland, you're going through neighborhoods and beating on people's doors and flickering lights through their front of their house? Uh, no, because you know what? Conservatives, Republicans, independents, we don't get down like that. We're not animals. We're not barbaric. That's the left's tactic. The left throws fits like that. Now, if President Trump does win and it is overturned, and again, like I said, I hope it is, just wait to see the rioting, looting, and burning that will happen because the irresponsible media has called him the winner when they have no right to do so. And uh, they go from that super high emotion to a super depressed emotion, and I am sure everywhere will burn. That will be no surprise to anyone. And then you really step back. If you're an independent, if you're libertarian, anything that you are, if you step back and see that we didn't react that way and they react that way, you may really want to consider going forward, not saying you have to be a conservative, but you may just want to vote that way, even if you would generally stay out of an election because neither person really represents you it would probably be a wise decision to at least go for the side that's peaceful because the other side acts like irresponsible little babies that had their bottles taken away from them. So just a thought out there. But I did I did notice, and I was pretty proud, that we're not acting erratic and burning and doing all the stupid looting and everything they're doing. This week as well, if you happen to see the uh, Black Lives Matter and the protests, uh, they were denouncing both Trump and Biden and saying they don't want any president. And uh, now one of the founders or co-founders of Black Lives Matter is calling for a meeting with Biden-Harris, telling them that there needs to be something done for them for uh, contributing with their votes. So that's good. So you're going to do what? You're going to make a deal with them? So you're paying people for votes? Yeah, that seems to be uh, borderline going to jail for that one. That's definitely a crime. You can't pay people for a vote. That would be considered election tampering. So... You know, Biden-Harris, they're not really the smartest bunch, so you may not want to go down that route. Again, if you win. I'm hopeful you don't because I do not want to go down that path. Now, in case that that does happen, one thing that becomes drastically important is Georgia. The two Senate runoff races that are coming up in January, the beginning of January, those are a must-win. We must win those seats to maintain the Senate to block all of the ridiculous, outrageous, far-left policies that Biden-Harris would try to implement. That way we at least have some checks and balances keeping them in place until 2022, where I think we would stand a good chance at holding the Senate and possibly picking up the House, and we could completely make this a useless presidency for the left, which would be even better. Uh, AOC has also been calling for people like myself, like you, like anybody else. Uh, They want to take down notes and remember tweets and everything else, and they want to comprise a list of all of us so that we we can pay for supporting Trump. Uh, AOC... My front door is open anytime you want to stop by. You and all your people. Come on down because you're not scaring anybody. One thing I know about conservatives being God-fearing people, we're men. We're not afraid to say we're men. 
and you're not going to scare us and make us back down with a ridiculous empty threat. And even if you come in person, one or the other, believe me, we're going to stand strong because we have something you don't have. Besides common sense, we have God on our side. You people have nothing. Okay, well, and we're not worried about it. So you want to put us on a list like Stalin, like Mussolini, like Hitler? Go ahead. Make your little communist list and come get some whenever you feel that you're uh, up to the challenge. We do still have a little while to go with all this. Uh, it's going to keep unfolding more and more every day. I'm sure the drama is going to get worse before it gets better. Uh, just keep in mind, Gore didn't concede until a couple weeks into December, and he felt that he was president for over a month until the rug was pulled out from under him and he fell flat on his face. So hopefully Joe Biden's going to get that same experience and have that uh, same emotion that Gore had, that he really thought it was going to go that way and that they did a good enough job cheating to get him there. And then when everything happens and we find out, his presidency will disappear just like a fart in the wind. Uh, I'm going to keep an eye on everything. Obviously, we're gonna. I'm going to cover this as much as possible with each podcast just to give you all the uh, quick updates and headlines in case you're sick and tired of watching the news relentlessly. I'll try to fill you in as much as I can on the important stuff. If you like what you're hearing, please tell some people about me. You can email me at ljconsercrn at gmail. Follow me on Twitter at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N. I am also on Parlor at Joe Little. God bless. Have a good night.